Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, it's Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we read through stories and you don't have to deal with all that pesky reading. (laughs) This is one of your three hosts, Peter. There's two other hosts, Jen. Yo. And Eric. Hello! If you've been keeping up with our show recently, um, our last two episodes have been Ground Zero by Animaster, which is found on ChooseYourStory.com. Yeah, since it's a long story, obviously it's taking us a while to get through it all. We're hoping we're going to finish it tonight with this third episode, but you never know. You never know. It is an eight for length, which means could be anything. <laughs> so, listeners, we had a little bit of a talk about where we had left off last week. <laughs> um, I think we'd gotten to the point where we had been chatting through basically a chat room on our computer with other survivors and other nearby apocalypse shelters. And um, they all have different personalities. We're getting to know them all. Um, Two people in particular caught our interest. There was the person with the username of Rocker Chick, whose actual name escapes me. Becky. Oh, okay. There you go. That doesn't sound familiar to me at all. And then, so we we chose to get to know her a little, a little bit more, but there was also um, this other person. Shadow. Shadow. Shadow, thank you. Wasn't his name like Zach or something? Xavier. Xavier, oh, there yeah. we go. One of those names. It should have been Zach with an X. <laughs> <laughs> probably you'll grow up to be a douche, and your parents are probably douches. Mm-hmm. Zach with an X. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> So we're at the point now where we got to know Becky slash Rocker Chick better. Yeah, we did. A year has Something. passed since we started like getting to know Becky a bit better. Oh, and yeah. um, one of the other people, Paul, says that he doesn't have much time left. Oh, right. Yeah. Do, do re- that do he's re- going to die. What? Do you re- remember why? Oh, because it like closed him off from certain rooms or something like his bathroom his isn't working, working his food and water dispensers aren't working mm, and and so that's starting to get par- you paranoid so the the choice that we were that we ended with was whether or not we were being paranoid yeah yep i think so like if we wanted to like do something about it whether we were just going to be like oh yeah i'm just being silly and paranoid i'm not going to do anything or um, ask our shelter about its security systems. Is there any harm in asking the shelter? I don't think there I don't is. Think so. You know, we're the ones with the advanced shelter that talks to us. Right? So we got a talkative one. We're probably going to be okay as long as we, you know, include the shelter in protecting ourselves from whatever's going on. Yeah, um, I think we should do that, I guess. Okay. If there's no Let's danger do it. in it. All right, let's ask the shelter about its security systems. Confronting Xavier won't do any good. Even if he is guilty, he's just going to deny it, possibly even antagonize him to hacking you a lot sooner. 
you figure maybe you should alert the shelter about the situation and get a better understanding of its workings. You've been spending so much time with Becky that you've been neglecting other matters. Mm. Shelter, can you tell me a little bit more about your systems? Could you easily be hacked? Hacked, sir? Well, it is possible, but highly unlikely, as I have been equipped with the latest protection programs, some of it even military in origin. Are you worried someone is going to try to hack me? Uh, kind of. I, I don't know. Paul's shelter failed, and I just got this feeling it wasn't completely due to shoddy workmanship. Well, I do remember you telling me that his wasn't opening up. Not all of these shelters were built as well as me. There were budget cutbacks during the construction of these, you know. Uh, I suppose. You seem distressed, sir. I'll tell you what. It's going a little bit out of my programming, as outright spying and monitoring other shelters isn't really part of the GZS terms of agreement. But I'll do it. First signs of anyone trying to get anywhere near my systems or anything else suspicious, I'll alert you immediately and break the elevator down for a hasty escape in case everything goes wrong. Well, that does make me feel better. Thanks. You're welcome, sir. I might suggest you read up on your electronics. You may need them. I'll inform you of anything that wasn't covered in my manual, or if you have any other extra questions. A few weeks pass as you take the shelter's advice and start studying up. You're spending less time with Becky, but it can't be helped. When you do talk to her, you tell her she should do the same thing you're doing. She thinks you're being overly paranoid, though, and despite your closeness, she's still skeptical that you have a shelter that talks to you on a regular basis. The only one who ever really believed you was Paul. She also thinks you're trying to tell her what to do, rather than looking out for her. You're starting to look like the strict dad rather than the fun dad now. Things between you get a little strained, and a couple more months pass, and Becky and you aren't really together anymore. You notice Xavier talks to Becky a little more now, but it doesn't really seem serious. Miranda also attempts to talk to Becky more, seeing that you're out of the picture, but Becky still doesn't seem interested in her. Meanwhile, Mark unsuccessfully makes advances towards Miranda. It seems like everyone is chasing someone else that isn't interested, except you, who inadvertently discarded intimacy in favor of security and survival, though not entirely. You did look into this supposed hacker business in an effort to protect not just you, but Becky as well, because you did like her. You just wish she would have listened to you. Meanwhile, you're keeping an eye on the situation and asking the shelter for security updates, which still says it doesn't detect anything. You wonder if you're wrong and you just fucked up the only relationship you possibly had a chance at in what's left of this world. Another year passes. Mark stops logging on for two months, which is strange, because he always made an effort to get online whenever possible, even when he was in the middle of fixing something. You know he also thought he was getting somewhere with Miranda as well. Everyone doesn't say too much about it. While it's possible he's just lost network connection and can't access the rest of you, it's a given that probably the worst has happened. 
Normally, after losing Becky to your previous paranoia, you'd be willing to chalk it up to normal shelter failure this time, especially since he had a lot of problems anyway. But fortunately, your shelter was doing some deeper inspection into the situation. Sir, I have some vital information I think you should know about. I'm sorry it took me this long, but the hacker went to great lengths to cover their tracks. Hacker? You mean there is one then? Yes, I temporarily diverted some of my own power to Job 24 shelter and started accessing the systems there. It was obviously hacked upon direct inspection. Some of the programs were completely fried, particularly the food and water dispensers. Wait, you can do that? I'm not supposed to, sir, but I know you've been worrying about this, and since the shelter was already technically offline, the agreement doesn't say I can't monitor it. Wait, so Mark, is he still alive? Afraid not, sir. I detected no life signs. Humans can't go two months without water. Uh, no, of course they can't. So who's the hacker? Don't know, sir. Like I said, they did a very good job of covering their tracks. I do know it isn't Rocker Chick 20, which leaves only Shadow 21 or Miss Kitty 25. From what I've detected, both of their shelters are showing irregularities, so both of them have been modifying their shelter systems for whatever purpose. I suppose it's possible both of them have been hacking. Oh, thanks, Shelter. That makes me feel better. It wasn't my intention to cause you more distress. Just stating the possibility, sir. Maybe you could directly confront one of them privately. While you have their attention, I can do more inspection and know for certain. Both of them have already broken their terms of agreement by modifying their shelters, so they aren't under GZS protection contract anymore. I can do whatever you want to either of them. So, do we confront Xavier or do we confront Miranda? Well, the question here is, did the butler do it? Because, <laughs> I mean, the whole story's been like, Xavier is scary. Mm. Did he do something bad? And so, I don't know if that's actually leading up to Xavier or if that's just trying to make us think it is. And is it better to confront the person who we think is killing people, or is it better to confront the person who we think isn't killing people and try and enlist their help? Because they're obviously better with altering the shelters than we are. Because hmm. we know they're both hacking. It seems unlikely they're working together to kill people. Right. So one of them could help us and one of them could kill us. It seems like it's probably better to look for help, since once we accuse them, there's nothing we can do after that, right? Right. My gut is saying to confront Miranda, but I don't. I don't know. My gut is honestly wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like Miranda's kind of been screwing around with people. Hmm. Maybe she has an honest interest in Becky, but she's kind of goofing around with Mark, just for fun, apparently. 
like two years down the line, probably Mark should have figured out that she's not interested or like something should have happened. Not, I think I'm making some progress. Oh, no, he's dead. Right. Hmm. You think maybe she killed him? And it's like, I'm really sick and tired of dealing with this guy that I'm not into. Can't he figure out I'm into chicks? Then maybe he died of a broken heart. Oh. Slash not being able to drink water for two months. That too. (laughs) Right. And I'm kind of leaning towards Miranda as well. So should we conf- wait? Should we confront the one that we think is actually killing people, or should we confront the one that we think isn't? I think she's not killing people, but I want to confront her. Okay. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the same page. Let's do it. Miranda's always had a thing for Becky. Maybe she's been trying to eliminate the competition, and if that's the case, I'm sure I'm going to be next. I can only assume she hasn't tried anything yet due to your heavy-duty protection. I'm going to confront her and see. Very well, sir. You have to wait a while, but eventually Miranda arrives online, and you send a private invite to Miranda. She accepts. Your shelter goes into spy mode. You wonder what you can talk to her about, but then you think of something that wouldn't arouse too much suspicion, and is completely plausible for you to need to address her privately. So which one of you guys was Miss Kitty again? Um, no idea. I think I was. I was Rocker Chick. Oh yeah, you were. And I think we tried to split up the ladies. Alright, I could be Miss Kitty. <laughs> well, this was unexpected. What do you want? Hey, can't I want to talk to you in private? You can. I just don't know what for. Well, as you know, me and Becky aren't really together anymore. Lol. So that's why you privately messaged me? You're looking for another cyber girlfriend because you lost your last one? Shit, you're pathetic. So I take it that's a big no? Got that right. There's no way I can convince you. Probably not, but what the hell? I'm bored. Go ahead. I hope you're at least as amusing as Mark was, though. You spend at least ten minutes falsely attempting to woo Miranda until your shelter seizes its spying and confirms what you believed all along. Miranda's the hacker. Now you take the opportunity to excuse yourself. Well, I suppose I can't convince you. I'll leave you be. All right. Oh, hey, before you leave, did you get the information you wanted? What information? The information your shelter invaded my internal logs for. You didn't think I was actually buying your whole flirting act, did you? I just wanted to keep you online so I could send a nice little virus back. Thanks. If you hadn't done this, I probably would have had a couple extra months of work ahead to work on gaining access. This was so much easier. Now I can work on Xavier. See ya. Miranda logs off, and suddenly, your shelter begins to make weird noises, and the lighting begins to flicker. Internal components compromise, sir. 
You try to disconnect your network connection, but it's too late. The virus is in full effect. You attempt to fix the problem, but your computer goes completely haywire, and a large message says, saying error is all that displays before it completely shuts down. The computer room door then automatically slams shut, locking you inside and leaving you to die a slow, lingering death. We right. we uh, we died doing what we love most, using the internet. To <laughs> hit on chicks. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Well, crap. Misogyny kills. So, I mean, it's weird because we kind of chose this because we thought she wasn't. The Turns out she thing was. Thing that it was, and then. Yep, we died. That's uh, that's that's what we call a twist here, listeners. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan will be proud. So I assume we want to go back and see what happens. Yes, if we do yeah. the other thing, we will survive. Just like right. the song. Let's go back and confront Xavier instead. Time to confront Xavier once and for all. You say. Very well, sir. When you get online, you conveniently see that you and he are the only ones currently on. You send Xavier a private invite. He accepts. Your shelter goes into spy mode. You wonder what you can talk to him about, but then you think of something that wouldn't arouse too much suspicion and is completely plausible for you to need to address him privately. Who wants to be Shadow? I'll be Shadow. It's your turn. Yeah. Yeah? What do you want? Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about Becky. What about her? Well, I just want to say I'm still trying to patch things up with her, and I want to know if you're interested in her. Because if you are, you must know that I'm going to be doing everything in my power to win her back. Wow. That sounds like a threat. I guess I better be careful if, if I ever... Sh- show any interest in her and you're still around so what does that mean it means that i have a kitty and i'll do whatever possible to stop you (laughs) (laughs) god Um, he wants attention where am i oh it means that even if i had any inclination to steal your little cyber girlfriend i wouldn't since it would make me a bigger target than you I'm a target? Now that sounds like a threat. It is, but not for me. Come on, I think we can stop beating around the bush here. I've been monitoring the other shelters ever since Paul's went down. We got a hacker among us, and your shelter and Miranda's have been mighty active lately. So you think there's a hacker too, eh? I don't think it. I know it. Just like I know it. Or just... (laughs) (laughs) Just like you know it. You've been monitoring the other shelters just like I have, and probably just like Miranda has. I can't prove who the hacker is for certain, but I know in my gut who it is, and because it's really the only logical choice. And? Miranda, obviously. She was jealous of your relationship with Becky, so she's killing all the potential competition to have her all to herself. If that is true, why not just hack me first? probably needed to practice first. From what I can tell, your shelter has some pretty cool protection. I had to modify all my shelter systems to get it nearly as good as yours. Plus, like I said, she's also eliminating future competition. 
While I'm fully willing to entertain this theory, what's keeping me from thinking you're the hacker and you're just trying to deflect the blame? Nothing, I suppose. I know you've always been irrationally distrustful of me, for whatever reason. The only thing I can say is I don't have any motive to be killing folks. I'm not some cyber serial killer, and I don't have any interest in Becky like you and Miranda do. Besides, I'm sure by now your shelter has done a thorough spying on my internal activity logs and has found I haven't done anything wrong. You're silent for a moment. Suddenly, your shelter speaks. He's clean, sir. Well? My shelter's report just confirmed you were clean. I'm sure it did. Does it still talk to you? Why is that so hard to believe? It isn't really. I'm just fucking with you. Okay, so Miranda's the hacker. What are we going to do about it? Me? Nothing. I'm probably just going to disconnect my network system soon and access my elevator's control to call it down so I can make a getaway just in case. I figure I should be safe as long as I stay disconnected, though. What? You're not going to help me stop her? Why should I risk my neck? This is between you and Miranda. In fact, if I were you, I'd disconnect from the system as well and cut your losses. Becky seems a bit flighty anyway, if she broke up with you so quickly. I say let Miranda have her. She's just young and doesn't like old people telling her what to do. She runs away from conflict. She's got some father figure issues. (laughs) Doesn't mean I still didn't like her. I see. So you're daddy and you're out to save your little girl from the psycho dyke then, eh? Something like that. Besides... I don't like being run off like this, if I can do something about it. Well, disconnecting is what I suggest you do, because from what I can tell, she's pretty good at what she does. While I'm no slouch myself at techie shit, I don't want to risk fighting her, because even if I do beat her, she might fuck up my shelter. Not worth it in my opinion. Better to play it safe and live. Xavier does bring up a few good points. Is it pointless... To bother fighting a war over someone who doesn't really seem interested in you anymore? Not to mention getting yourself fucked up in the process. If Becky really is so much of a free spirit to go falling for a Miranda because nobody else is around, then is she really worth it? So, do we disconnect and fend for ourselves, or do we fight for some pussy? Pussy fight! Pussy fight! Like, I mean, is it even safe to leave the shelter? Aren't we still in, like, radiation winter time? Absolutely. Absolutely, as in it's not safe yet. Right, yeah. I feel like, I feel like fighting is the way to go here. I'm always down for a good fight. That's right. Let's fight! Let's do some electronic punching. Woo! People have fought wars over stupider shit than the attention of some young woman. Besides, if Miranda's willing to kill everyone just to be the only one left for Becky, it's obvious she's pretty deranged. What would be stopping her from killing Becky, too, if something went wrong with their relationship? Miranda should be stopped just because she murdered Mark and Paul, for that matter. Besides, it's like you told Xavier, you don't like running away if there's something you can do about it. And there's the fact that you don't buy Xavier's whole I-don't-care routine. 
not after taking a quick glance at some of his record logs of a couple of private conversations he's had with Becky. Mm. You asked the shelter something before continuing your discussion with Xavier. The shelter says you didn't even need to ask, as it was doing it anyway. Nodding, you go back to talking with Xavier. I'm fighting her, and you should help me. I told you I don't see why I should risk my neck. Because if we work together, we can easily take out Miranda. Then we can work out our differences later. Our differences? I told you I don't... Cut the bullshit. I just glanced through some of your private record logs. In fact, all of those private conversations were initiated by you. Well, fuck. I thought I erased them all. Yeah, well, you didn't. I think it's obvious by the flirty comments that you do have your eyes on Becky. But I don't know why you haven't made a committed move yet. Because of fucking Miranda, that's why. I figured I'd buy myself some time for preparation if I didn't get properly involved with Becky. I figured maybe Miranda would attack you soon, but she hasn't yet. I guess she doesn't know who's the bigger threat yet. I'm pretty confident that she wants to get rid of both of us, though. So let me guess. Your plan was either let me fight Miranda and probably let us fuck each other up while you finished off the winner, or scare me off completely and convince me to disconnect so then you'd only have to deal with Miranda. Am I right? Sadly, that sounds about right. Although I still don't see how you're going to make me help you. Easy, because if you don't help me take Miranda down, I'm going to send the whole record log to Miranda, and I guarantee she'll attack you first. And even if you disconnect, she'll wait for you. So if you want any shot at Becky, you'll help me. Ugh. Alright, I'll help. You gotta give me some time to prepare, though. Fine by me. I gotta prepare, too. You got ten minutes. Miranda always comes online about this time, so she should be here soon. You disconnect from Xavier and address the shelter about that business you asked it before. You said you recorded all that, right? Of course, sir. Good. Send the entire conversation to Becky. It'll save me time to explain everything to her. Hopefully she'll realize I am trying to do this to protect her and to stop a murderer. Not to mention, it should expose Xavier for being a fucking opportunistic vulture, too. Also, add a message onto it that after she reads it there, probably will be a bunch of shit going down and she should get offline so she doesn't get hit in the crossfire. And send Xavier's private record logs to Miranda anyway. It should give me some extra time to break through Miranda's protection while she concentrates her fury more on him. Can I just point out that we called Xavier a fucking opportunistic vulture when our plan is nearly identical. Yeah. Pretty much. Well. <laughs> like, he was going to try and set Miranda on us so that he'd have time to woo Becky, whereas we're going to set Miranda on Xavier so that we'll have time to woo Becky. Oh, wait, no. It's exactly the same. I also want to point out that if I were in this situation of being in one of a few shelters left on Earth, that all the other people would be fighting over me. <laughs> it's true, Peter. Aww. It's true. Cute. While the shelter carries out your orders, you do some last-minute checking on your firewalls while waiting for the fireworks to begin. Five minutes pass, and you see Miranda's name arrive online. 
Another five minutes pass, and you see a private window pop up from Xavier. You motherfucker. You told Miranda anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She's attacking me. Well, I suggest you stop talking to me and concentrate on her then. Besides, you had ten minutes of prep, Mr. Tech Wizard. Alright, Shelter, let's get to work. You attempt to hack Miranda's files and start trying to break down her protection. While you're trying to decrypt the coding, you get another private window pop up. It's Miranda this time. Fucking trying to sneak around, huh? You and fucking Xavier think you can gang up on me. Well, I can take both of you fuckers. Try this, you backdoor bastard. Miranda a sends a... Name. Ooh, backdoor bastard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Miranda sends a power surge and overloads some of your components, frying them. Some of your lighting goes out and you hear something explode in the living area, but fortunately nothing else happens. Shit! Some of my files have been destroyed, sir. Attempting to correct. You concentrate on rebuilding your protection while Miranda focuses back on Xavier. What the fuck, man? Are you even helping? My fucking shelter is getting shit on over here. Move in, you dickhead. Attack the bitch. You know our Xavier's plead when you see Becky log on. Please, please read the damn message and get off as quick as you can, you mutter, while launching your second assault on Miranda. Sir, I have been monitoring Shadow 21's shelter, and it's running dangerously low on power. Miranda's apparently siphoning it. He probably won't survive another attack. All he needs to do is hold out a bit longer. There, that should do something. You send a virus to corrupt some of Miranda's systems. During this time, you see Becky go offline. Good girl, you say, and start your next round of malicious coding. You notice Xavier's name has disappeared. Xavier's fucking dead and you're next, shithead. Don't think your weak-ass virus is going to stop me, either. Another power surge hits you. This time, all the lighting goes out, and you even get a couple sparks coming from the computer. You're lucky it didn't do more damage. So, do we redouble our protection or continue our attack? So I guess, do we go on defense or do we go on offense? I love how this whole scene playing out is kind of like how hacking is portrayed in the movies. Where even if you're on like a Windows 95 computer, if you just type really fast, you can like hack into the Pentagon. (laughs) I mean, that's really all you have to do. It's just type really fast. Right. So I don't really know how we're just on the fly sending viruses to people that blow up their houses. Right. Like at best you can get a little bit of smoke out of overloading a computer like it's not like they explode. Alright, so defense or offense? Do the best mean, offense is a good offense. The best defense is a good offense. The best everything is a good offense. Always be attacking. Offense muffins. Yes, that's right. Always be attacking. That's the first album from Backdoor Bastards. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Backdoor Bastards present Always Be Attacking. This is the best. Oh, I need to I make like that it. band. 
Right? I'm gonna start writing songs. Oh my god. It'd be so good. (laughs) Are we gonna go on the offensive then? Always be That's what I'm voting for. She's doing a lot of bluster, but your shelter has detected just how bad of shape she's really in. If you continue your attack, she can't do anything about it. You send your attack and finally give her a last reply. Sorry, Miranda. But as much as you'd like to be one, only I can be the Omega Man in this war. Oh. Oh. Nice. By the way, listeners, our username is Omega Man 23. (laughs) You completely destroy what's left of Miranda's systems, and you see her name disappear from the screen. That's it. You've won, but there was a high price. Your shelter's AI has been severely damaged. No! I fear that I ca- cannot correct. It was a pleasure serving you, sir. You know it was. Thank you, shelter, you say before it dies completely. You manually do an in-depth scan, and it's definite. Miranda's shelter is powerless, Xavier's as well. You then proceed to start fixing some of the stuff that got damaged in the fight, and you're not sure you can. While you do this, someone appears online. You almost go into battle mode again, but then you see it's just Becky. Hello, is anyone there? Yeah, I'm still here. The others aren't, though. Are they dead? No, but without power, they soon will be. Is your shelter working all right? Oh, yeah, it's working fine. What about yours? I don't know. It's not in the best condition. I might be able to fix it, but, well, I can figure something out. So, I guess you are right about the hacker. I should have listened to you. I was even starting to fall for Xavier's charms. I feel really stupid about all of this. Forget about it. It's all over now, anyway. I can't believe you were still willing to fight for me even after I broke up with you. Why? Because I'm an idiot, obviously. Bull. Come on, after all that time we spent together, it wasn't like it didn't mean anything to me. And Miranda was a killer that needed to be stopped. She might have even hurt you if you didn't give in to her advances. Nobody's ever done anything like this for me before. I never want to leave you again. (laughs) Oh, I never want... Sorry, I never want you to leave again. Well, unfortunately, I might have to for a while. My shelter is fucked. I'm looking at it now, and I don't trust it lasting too much longer. The AI is completely fried, and I can only access the most basic things. I have to leave the shelter. It's not safe to say. No, I can't lose you now. I've just realized you're the best thing that's happened to me in my life, pre- and post-apocalypse. Calm down. I got an idea. I'm going to track the location of your shelter, and then I'll just travel over there. Ooh. But that's crazy. You don't know what's up top. Well, I already took one crazy chance for you. I might as well take another. Besides, like I said, I gotta leave anyway. At least this way I got a worthwhile destination. 
Now you just be sure to read up on your shelter's internal operations in the meantime, and try to see if you can access your elevator's controls so it'll open for me with no hassle. Of course, if you can't, I'll figure out how to open when I get there somehow. Now I need to access your systems for a minute to get the location. And I hope I can still print out shit. After all that, our printer is out of ink. Right. <laughs> Add toner. <laughs> you access Becky's shelter and get the coordinates and print out a crude map. It's not the most accurate, but you're pretty sure if you follow it, you'll be heading the right direction. Alright, Becky. I'm calling my elevator down, and I'm leaving now. You'll come looking for me, won't you? I mean, you will get sidetracked once you're up there, right? Of course not. And don't worry, I won't get killed either. We will meet in person sometime soon, I promise. A single heart-shaped emoticon appears on the screen (laughs) before Becky logs off. You access the elevator controls, one of the few things working right and undamaged, and call the elevator to continue its descent. You go back to your room and pack up all the things you brought with you when you first got here. You didn't even need most of the stuff, but maybe you will above ground. You then go to the water dispenser, which is thankfully still working, and fill up two empty bottles with water. The elevator door finally opens up, and you put your bag to block the door from closing and head back to the computer room where you access the system to tell the elevator to go back up, then run back to the elevator where you gather your bag and enter. On the ride up, you get a little nervous and even fearful. Not so much of what might await you on the surface, but of hoping the damn elevator doesn't suddenly stop. Fortunately, that doesn't happen, and you eventually reach the ground once again. The door opens, and you enter the same foyer you arrived in five years ago. Same ATM-like machine is there, except a screen is flashing a single message at you. No refunds. No (laughs) shit, you mutter, and take a deep breath before opening the door to the outside. You see a bright light, but of course it's only the sun, rather than a nuclear flash that devastated the world. You forgot how bright it really could be. Your immediately ugh, your immediate surroundings look relatively untouched. You can only assume there weren't any bombs falling near this area. You also see your van. You'd completely forgotten about it. It looks like it's even even worse condition than when you left it, which you never thought was possible. On a lark, you take out your long unused van keys and try to start it up. Naturally, it doesn't even make a noise. Well, looks like I'm walking. Looking at the map, you've got quite a ways to go. You're not sure of what to expect, but you know you've got a worthwhile destination to keep you going. The end. The end! Nice! We won. Without dying once. (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty good it was we're gonna improved. repopulate the earth <laughs> unless the radiation destroys our body parts before we get there whoa oh we're getting dark now or we'll huh? just have some really weird kids we're gonna have mutant babies well that was a story listeners <laughs> and it was how many regular babies do we really need? We need more mutant babies in the world. 
need more Muppet Babies. Muppet mm-hmm. Babies! That story was called Ground Zero by Endmaster on ChooseYourStory.com. This is the third episode that we've said that, so if you didn't know that by now, then, well, listeners, tell us on <laughs> Facebook <laughs> that you didn't know the name of the story uh, on Facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast, or I guess you could also tell us on Twitter at Go Your Own Way Pod. Do we get people on Twitter talking to us or no? No, not really. Not on Facebook either. So do it. <laughs> Lame. We're so lonely. Talk to us. That's right. So lonely. It's like we're in a bomb shelter and none of. I feel like I'm in a bomb shelter right now. Just <laughs> communicating on the internet with these two dudes that I've never met in person. Which of one of us right. is the hacker? Who says one of you guys has to be the hacker? Why can't I be the hacker? Honestly, if it was one of us, it would probably be you. (laughs) I don't know if I can type that fast to be a hacker. (laughs) I don't think your cat would let you. No. (laughs) Send us any more story suggestions if you got them. Yep. Otherwise, we'll just assume that what we're doing is so good that you can't even comprehend it and that's why you're not talking to us on social media that's right bye 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 for more original podcasts videos and pop culture news visit overmental.com thanks for listening <laughs>